All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. Uh, two things before we get into the interview uh, for this podcast. The first is that if you go to don'ttouchmycigars.com forward slash survey, there will be a very short and simple form for you to use to send us feedback about this episode that you're listening to or watching. By completing that, you will be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. At the end of season two, we will select a winner from everyone who submitted feedback. So make sure you go to don'ttouchmycigars forward slash survey to complete that with feedback that you have for this episode. Also, this podcast is member supported. We have no ads. You will not be interrupted in any way throughout the interview. Uh, to keep that running, we need more people signing up and becoming a part of what we are doing. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash the old soul, you can learn about what we're doing and how you can become involved in being a member of the old soul. In this episode, we talked with Tim and Kyle from on Instagram at dads underscore smoking underscore cigars. Right. We had an amazing time talking to them. We're instant best friends. We really hope you enjoy listening to this as much as we enjoy talking to them. I think it's safe to say we are all new best friends. Yeah, I would say so. Enjoy. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy. Well, again, nice to meet you guys. Thank yeah, you so you much too. for uh, thanks for so much for uh, getting in touch with us to be on the uh, podcast. Yeah, this for is, the invite. This is a first, I think, for both of us. I don't think cool. you've ever been on a podcast or. Unless it's been for work and interviews for events in the past, but that's that's about it. Okay. Awesome. Nice. So what so, cigars do you guys have tonight? So we are each going to be uh, trying out the Muestra de Saca, which were gifts to us Yes. Um, by Redbeard Cigar Company, Luxury Cigar Club, mm-hmm. same guys. Nice. So they, uh, they sent us the Bahike and the Eye of the Shark back. A uh, month and a half ago or so, yeah, um, that we tried out live and all that sort of stuff, and I think I think you guys chimed in on that one. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, after we shared about it, posted all that kind of stuff, they said, "Hey, we've got something we want to send you. Uh, post about it, talk about it, and it's all yours." And so we thought, "Okay, we won't say no." Yeah, uh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll you take might a free you, cigar any day. You might <laughs> see us bust out the phones at some point. Oh, yeah. do, do what you got to do. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We, we understand that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So are you guys smoking anything tonight? Yes, I, I am uh, having the Hoya Silver. Nice. Uh, this is actually the second time I've had it, and I enjoyed it so much I thought I'd have it again. Oh, yeah, that's always a good thing. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. So uh, welcome, guys, to the uh, Don't Thank Touch you. My Cigars podcast. Thank uh, you so much. Glad I'm, to be here. I'm Aaron. Uh, I don't think we have met personally, obviously, or even online, uh, because no. most of the communication you have is with Lindsay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've so heard your voice a number of times, but have not met you. Awesome. Well, <laughs> it's really great to meet you guys now. So who who's on which side now? So I'm, I'll wave. There we go. I'm Tim. <laughs> and I'm Kyle. Okay. We've, uh, we've known each other uh, about 17 years. Wow. wow. And, and depending on when you ask and how you ask, the answer usually is we've known each other too long. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like a married couple or, or how some, yeah, might, exactly. some might think that, but no, we both have beautiful wives and that bore us our beautiful sons. So yes, we've just, uh, yeah, like you said, known each other way too long. Yeah. And uh, I referred to him not as much as I used to, but I have referred to him as my best friend that I often want to punch in the face. Nice. Okay. All right. Fortunately, so, that's never happened. Okay. Well, nice. Not we're yet. Still, we're, still, <laughs> we're still young. So yes. hopefully okay. got a lot of years left and there you uh, go. enough opportunities to eventually follow through with that. Absolutely. And you guys are the, uh, the Instagram account that we found you through. Yes. Correct. Yep. Go ahead and plug that for me. We, if you don't mind. we are dads underscore smoking underscore cigars. Uh, and that's our Instagram yep. uh, account. Uh, we're pretty close to 1,100 strong now uh, mm-hmm. after about five and a half, six months. So not bad. Um, we did not expect to be as well immersed into the community as we currently are. Uh, yeah. but we're loving every minute of it because we're part of a community. We're not here to, I've said it a, a many, many times, we're not here to disrupt anything. We're not here to be game changers. We're just here to enjoy being part of a community. Yeah. yeah. And we have enjoyed it thoroughly. We've met. A lot of wonderful people, such as yourselves, and uh, we're really excited. It, it just—it seems to be one surprise after another. The conversations we've had, the opportunities we've had, because you know, I, 
the idea came to me just kind of out of nowhere. I'd, I'd been wanting to do something cigar related on social media, whether it was an Instagram or YouTube, which YouTube is something we want to do eventually. Yeah. Um, but I just told him, I said, Hey, let's make a page and we'll just post whenever we smoke something, you know, and just see what happens. And here we are, like he said, almost 1100 strong. We have shirts. I, see that. Uh, yes. I like them. We, we have uh, <laughs> we have uh, a number of things in the works, plans like getting involved in cigar-related events, uh, possibly even one day uh, in the future, uh, launching our own. Mm -hmm. Tim is very heavily involved in uh, event management. It's his career. He's been doing it for close to twenty, 20 years. years in regards to experience. Yeah, nice. Wow. Okay. And um, yeah, so we're getting connected with some really amazing people and some great brands that up to maybe two, three months ago, we'd never heard of. Mm -hmm. um, but absolutely love now. But yeah, they're yeah. some of our favorites now. And it's more than just the, the product. It's mm -hmm. really the people behind it. Yes. That you, you come to have the affinity for. Yep. Um, because it's a mutual respect for each other and an understanding that everybody enjoys it. So let's all get along and have fun. And we do. Yes, absolutely. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know we were going to make you cry. <laughs> that was not our intention. We're getting all poetic on you. I know. <laughs> uh, so where, when did Cigar start for you guys? Go for it. Uh, <laughs> um, I smoked my first cigar when I was 19. Um, my dad is now far more frequently. He's uh, the one who got me into him. He was smoking a little bit here and there in his late 30s, early 40s. And I just told him that I wanted to try one. He took me to a local cigar shop. And I actually remember the first one I tried. It was a, uh, I think, if I remember correctly, it was a Kojimar Blue Moon, which uh, Kojimar is not a very well known. Some people know of it. Um, but it was a uh, vanilla infused sugar tip cigar because I wanted to kind of ease my way into it. Yep. Yeah. And I ended up really enjoying it. And not too long after that, I was smoking. Cohibas and Punch and Romeo Julietas and things like that and um, I definitely haven't didn't smoke frequently for a long time it's only been within the last um, not even year that wow. I began to smoke a lot more frequently mm -hmm. as a way to kind of you know take a step back and relax and think about things and my way of meditation so to speak yeah and uh, so yeah that's how I got my start in cigars, and my palate has uh, definitely uh, gotten a little bit more sophisticated as of recently. Because for a while, I don't think I really knew. I, I just smoke cigars for just to smoke cigars, but now I smoke it for the experience, and I really enjoy it. And yeah, and here we are. Yep. So for me, um, and I've said this to a couple people, and I will take it to my grave because I know my mom will never see this. Um, <laughs> But I was I'm in, in, just in yeah. your perspective, I'm on, he is a pastor's kid. I'm a pastor's kid. Hey, man, right here with right you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Betty Crocker is a liberal compared to my mom. Okay. So, <laughs> that is great. Yeah. But, uh, um, but I was with my uncle. My brother and I were with our uncle, and I was in junior high probably. No, I, yeah, probably junior high, early high school. He started way early uh, high and, and yeah, and I remember my brother and I looked at each other and we thought, are we going to do this? And we thought, well, it's our uncle. We trust him, so who cares? Now that I look back, I think, wow, that's how easy it is for peer <laughs> pressure, and I was an idiot. But the first thing that I ever tried was literally a cherry-wrapped, cherry-flavored, I don't even know what it was, but he handed it to me, and it, it, I just remember thinking, it's sweeter than cherry pie, and I'll just go through it and see what happens, and... Yeah, that was the first one I ever tried that I remember trying. Um, but from a, a consciousness standpoint of, okay, I want to go and try a cigar. Um, I was in college with a couple buddies. And not that I increased my credibility at all because we went to a gas station. Um, oh, so, no. So, yeah. Or Swisher Hey, <laughs> you, you can't go any lower than rock bottom. So that's where I started. Okay, exactly. okay. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I picked up a couple cigars. I don't even know what they were. They weren't Swisher Sweets or anything. It was one of those, I think we went to Walgreens or CVS and just behind the cashier. Yep. We pointed oh, yeah. and said, hey, yeah, right there. Yeah, gas station. I don't remember where it was. Wow. And uh, um, 
and mm-hmm. just sort of pointed and said, yeah, sure. I want that one. Yeah. And smoked it with uh, my buddy. And then it was just one of those like, yeah, this really isn't that good, but we thought we were cool. Um, and then it wasn't until I met my in-laws, um, well, my now in-laws. I was dating my wife and my father-in-law is a retired fireman. Um, and he enjoys cigars every once in a while. And so it was one of those like, hey, go on the back patio. If I want to make nice with my father-in-law, sure, I'll enjoy a cigar, especially when he hands it to me. There you go. Yeah. And, yep. and he's a um, Romeo y Julieta. Um, okay. I mean, that's that's usually what he goes for. Uh, and so, um, so I just got to enjoy his cigars and uh, out on the back patio and talking with him and having conversations. Uh, and it took off from there until um, probably consistently like Kyle within the last year or so. It's gotten where, um, actually, it's probably been the last, the last three years where I've got a buddy who owns a smoke shop uh, down in Southern California. Nice. And whenever I would work an event for him, his thank you gift to me would be a uh, 20-pack of cigars or a box of cigars or whatever it would be. And so I really got into a couple different brands. JM's was one that I got into big time that I really enjoy. Um, and so that was probably, yeah, about four or five years ago that I really seriously got into, like, I enjoy this. It's a nice relaxation thing for me. Uh, but within the last year, it's become so much more um, diversified in what I enjoy, and I've been able to pinpoint what I like a lot. Yeah. And, and what has that become? Um, well, I, I like the mild, medium-bodied cigars for the most part. Um, you know, size really, it doesn't matter to me whether it's a Churchill or a Busto or, you know, any of those. Uh, but um, I really enjoy the the Connecticut wrapper cigars. Um, I really enjoy the JM's, uh, Dominican, um, Connecticut's. They're really good in the Toro size. Um, and then, uh, they're pre-punched. They're literally dirt cheap. They're probably like two bucks a stick. Okay. Um, but it's a great stick. Yeah. Uh, and Pre- then, pretty good quality for the price. Yeah, not bad at all. And then, uh, my new favorite, because we've been introduced to the brand, um, through a good friend in the industry who's now become a really good friend of ours. Uh, one of the brands, one of the companies he represents is 1502 Cigars. Mm-hmm. And the 1502 Nicaragua is, <laughs> he's laughing because he literally was making fun of me as though I was giddy like a schoolboy. I, I, I joked that if he were single, that he'd marry the cigar. <laughs> he that much. If you go to our Instagram and uh, go back to right around Christmas time, I think it was just after Christmas, December 28th, 27th, something like that. I posted a couple of videos of me enjoying it, some pictures, some different things, uh, and it, it the cigar speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. It's the only cigar, and he didn't have this experience, but I did. It's the only cigar um, that I didn't have any burn bitterness the entire way through, even with retro hail. Wow! And for me, that was a huge thing because nobody likes to get burned, obviously. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, when I enjoyed that, it was it was heaven. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Now I got to try I, yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really need to, the entire line of 1502, yes. and you need you to can try. Get them, you can get them online at a couple different places, but look up 1502 yeah. um, and, and check them out. You know, I know one of the places that has them um, is Cigars Daily, and so you can go and check them out there. There's obviously tons of websites that um, have a bunch of different brands, but I know that that's one place where, where you can get 1502. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez. All right. We'll have to try that. Yeah. Did you write it down? <laughs> the, okay. the, list, the list keeps growing all the time. There's oh, always yeah. something that somebody points out. Have you tried this? It's like, no, now I yeah. have to try that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the beautiful so, thing though. There's always something new yeah. To, yeah. Uh, to try. Yep. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And we've been, um, we enjoy trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we, we have only had a couple bad experiences recently. Uh, one was more of a just, oh, we'll try it and see how we like it. And we tried the Tarano, one of them, the Tarano, mm-hmm. or however you say it. We yeah, were the Tarano was not it was good. terrible. Huh. Um, yeah, I know some people are surprised by that who know cigars. Like, really? They're pretty well known. And it's just like, well, there are, I've had bad Cohibas, like actual genuine right. authentic ones not the ones you get across the border you know right. and it wasn't a bad burn it wasn't didn't burn uneven it didn't split it didn't canoe it didn't do anything just bad like flavor. that just really really tight draw I had to relight it multiple times yeah uh, and it got really bitter it wasn't a matter of okay you know i touched the foot too much nothing like that at all it just it was really bitter through yeah. pretty much the entire cigar yeah. and it was Kyle's experience, my experience, and another guy that we were there with, mm-hmm. and all of us had the same general consensus. So either oh. the way it was stored in the humidor at sure. that uh, cigar lounge, which I don't think was the case, or frankly, we just don't care for that cigar. Pretty much. Which happens. Which yeah. happens, which is one of the things. Yeah. 
we love a, that about talking to people who enjoy cigars because it is so subjective. It's not like, oh, if you like cigars, you will like this one. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, we we know people that, you know, Chillin' Moose is a, a great cigar. And he's, you know, one of our friends has compared it to the worst cigar he has ever had. And it's like <laughs> dirt. <laughs> and so it's so subjective. But that's yeah. what makes it fun because exactly. you can talk about it all and just see what everybody likes. Yeah. Exactly. There, there is literally something for everyone. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 So you mentioned that uh, cigars have become meditative for you. So is this something that you two do together, the whole meditative experience or the relaxing, or is that more solo? We try to get together as often. I mean, okay, again, for some perspective, I live a quarter mile away. I am very, very close to this I guy. I did we wonder were, how close you guys were. We are very close in terms okay. of proximity. Yeah. So our, our two, well, all three of our boys, our, our older boys, um, go to the same school. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, I know. We can't avoid each other. No, we cannot. <laughs> not, man. Yeah, yeah you, you know, ever have um, a fallout. Oh, man. <laughs> I, well, we've come close a couple times. You can't sure. know each other that long and not come close to having yeah. a fallout over stupid stuff, which we sure. were on. Yeah. yeah, stupid. Let's just, we'll sum it up. A girl. Okay. A girl. All right. Arguments, yeah. arguments we've had and other things like that over the years where yeah. we're just like, we came this close to be like, all right, yeah, man, I'm done with you. So see ya, all that yeah. stuff. But. No, man, can't shake this guy. He can't shake <laughs> me. So, but um, more often than not, it tends to be solo just because our schedules are very different. He works uh, Monday through Friday, you know, essentially what you would call a nine to five job. He works from in the morning until the evening, comes home mm -hmm. at night. I only work part time, literally two minutes away. I work for a local Home Depot for the freight team, and I'm there during the nights. Nice. Okay. Um, so, you know, I worked last night from 9.30 to 1.30 in the morning. So not, you know, well, this Friday I work from 9.30 at night till 6.30 Saturday morning or 6 o'clock Saturday morning. So it's not too bad. It's not as bad as it sounds. I used to do overnights a long time ago. So did Tim. Okay. Um, so we've been up and down the, the whole gamut in terms of like schedules and so we try to get together as often as we can and smoke together and we'll do live streams on the Instagram and we usually get that. together probably every three weeks to a month. Yeah. Once, once or twice a month we'll get together and do something on the Instagram and have fun with it. We've been told we're very entertaining, so we must be doing something right. Yeah. Just be on yourselves, man. Yeah. I, I, I can get that. <laughs> exactly. It. It's the, we, we definitely feed off each other in terms yeah. of, conversation and, and all that kind of stuff so it uh it works well and we're very we're very grateful we're very blessed to mm -hmm. i mean i mean just again we did this for fun and now it's become this thing and we're enjoying it a lot well man yeah. definitely yeah you never know where it can go exactly yeah. and that's that's one of the things that you guys obviously know from talking to people as well is yep. it, you know it, cigars has sort of this uh stigma with it of oh you've got to have this kind of be this kind of person or this kind of personality or it's only for you know 75 year old men who are crotchety and just walk around with a cigar in their mouth or yeah. the multi-millionaires multi on, on the golf course oh yeah i'll have this one yeah. but it's for the everyday person yeah. yeah and and we're loving that and part of you know what what kyle was alluding to is with with the connections in the network that we've built so far we're looking at doing more um, with our merchandise, doing some designs with them, some things like that, um, as well as uh, we're very seriously pursuing um, putting on and producing our own event here uh, in California um, that, that would become essentially, and I know there are other cigar events um, and have great respect for them because they're put on by specific brands mm -hmm. and manufacturers and all of that, um, but would be the, the everyday person's cigar event where they could get educated but they could also enjoy cigars from the beginner all the way up to someone who's enjoyed them for decades mm -hmm. um so we'll see what happens beautiful that would yeah. be amazing yeah yeah well when we do you guys can come out <laughs> gladly yeah. oh yeah because yeah. you're outside right <laughs> yes yeah oh, we we kind of hate you a little bit. I can't. A lot, yeah, a lot, I can't. A lot. <laughs> it's warmed up here, and we oh, were all what, outside. It's it actually got up to sixty today. So we oh, were. Wow. We yeah, were, that's we warmer than us. Like 
really? negative the 20 lower, last We hit week. a lower 50 today, which, I mean, high that's a well, high of 50, rather. And um, which that's freezing for Southern Californians. That's Absolutely. like yeah. ridiculous cold. I mean, I've spent time in colder weather. I have We have family up in Washington, family in the Midwest and stuff like that. So I've been in those areas when it was like tail end of winter, beginning of spring, where the cold is still hanging on with a death grip and you know it's like 20 30 degree weather and yeah i'm like i couldn't live here just because of that so yeah we're, we're spoiled we're in beautiful southern california we're actually in my garage right now mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's it's cool but warm enough to still be completely tolerable yeah, yeah absolutely you guys are living the life man <laughs> we try really to do it Exactly. I, was, I was not living the life today. <laughs> I was I was living the dad life today, and uh, I, yeah. I I think I'm running on maybe four and a half hours sleep. So yeah, that's tough. You you guys know it. You I mean, can relate. Even yes. with the one, it doesn't matter because thankfully my oldest loves his sleep. He has since he was ten weeks old. Nice. So yeah. we lucked out with him. My youngest, he's still getting a feel for sleeping through the night, and it's been happening more, but. You know, yeah, it, it's still rough and tumble some days. And ergo, I don't get to enjoy cigars as much as I would like. Sure, yeah, we hear you on that. Yeah, for sure. If, if you won't nap, then I can't have a cigar with my coffee in the morning. But yep, such yep. is life. Yeah. So, so how 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 does the hey you live in a first world country, man? So that is a legitimate problem. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron will there, stand by your first world. There's no problems. shame in that, man. Solidarity. <laughs> so, so where does so obviously you both are dads, and so dads yeah. smoking cigars, it, mm -hmm. it's pretty self-explanatory. But how does being a dad play into the smoking of a cigar? Uh, well, <laughs> probably more ways than more ways really. than than we even realize. For me, it's obviously my boys are aware that I smoke cigars. Some days it's like, oh, daddy, you're going to go have one. And some days it's like, really, daddy, you're going to have one. Mm -hmm. And the answer every time is, yes, I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but uh, really what it comes down to is is this is uh, extracurricular thing for us. I mean, there are some, uh, you know, people that go out and go to a shooting range or, you know, women that enjoy going and getting a manicure, pedicure or a massage or a day at the spa or guys going to a golf course, you know, whatever the case may be everybody's got their their outlet and for us it's a matter of understanding that above all um our kids are going to come first and our mm -hmm. wives are going to come first mm -hmm. well wife we each only have one but um <laughs> but uh, our 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 in fact our, you had to clarify yeah, that. I know that's bad. they're not in utah it's California. i was gonna yeah. say the same thing we're not in utah <laughs> we're not we're not fldf here uh, <laughs> but uh but really at the end of the day families come first i mean we went live in fact when we uh tried out the uh, Bahike and the Eye of the Shark. And we went live about 20 minutes late because Kyle needed to take care of being a dad first. And that's really what it comes down to is we're dads um, who have our, you know, our jobs, our family, and everything else that's known in life. Yep. And this, we're just fortunate, fortunate enough that we get to work it into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as far as like the idea for the name Dad Smoking Cigars, it's just, I mean, Yes, we're dads who enjoy cigars, but it honestly, I got the idea from my dad because he's the original dad smoking cigars mm. in my eyes. He's the one who got me into him whenever I see him pretty much when I, especially when I go to his house, cause he's got, he's got uh, a really small humidor. Yeah. Only about the size of a small fridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which he actually gave me, uh, one of those as well because I had two humidor boxes in my nightstand and they were very quickly filling up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, I need to figure it out. And I was just talking to him and I was just like, you know, he's like telling him what I was trying lately. I said, yeah, I got this and this. I said, I'm running out of room in my humidor. And he paused for a second on the phone. He says, you want mine? Mm. And it's like a 400 capacity humidor. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> he's like i need to buy a new one anyway you can have the one i have and i'll give you the the little like humidif plug-in humidifier that you can put in there and he says and you can have that and it, i've never had a dry cigar it won't let you down just keep it you know hydrated i'm like okay and it's not right next to my dresser in, in my bedroom that's awesome nice so, 
Good for you. Other people like me have to buy our own humidors yeah. Yeah. And, and all of that. Oh, oh man. Three small so ones that we just keep getting like another, like, oh, we'll just get another small one. It's like, we just need a big one and get rid of all of these small ones. Stacked. But going from the small one to spending the money on a big one, it's like, oh, I'll spend 60 bucks now. I'll spend 40 bucks now. We'll do yeah. that. But then you look at the price, you're like, I don't want to spend $300 right. on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, so I, yeah. I got very lucky. I was very fortunate. My dad is is a very generous man. Yes. Always shares his cigars, shares some of his, you know, places he keeps them, apparently, you know. And so <laughs> I, I was – I usually when I go visit him, I either have a cigar at his house or he might send me home with a few. He's like, have you tried this? No. He's like, go take these with you. And I'm like, don't have to tell me twice. No, yeah. I think Aaron's going to move out here just to meet your dad. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're ever out here, uh, you got you got to meet my dad, <laughs> the original dad smoking cigars. See, and my dad, uh, as a fun thing to celebrate when my uncle finished med school up in San Francisco, they went down to the basement of the apartment that he was living in and lit up a couple cigars and enjoyed celebrating and all that kind of stuff, not realizing that the air ventilation pulled from the basement and circulated. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and I don't and, think I knew that. Yeah, the entire building smelled uh, like cigar. Oh, uh, yuck. Oh, my So God. they had a really good laugh, yeah. uh, but nobody else did. No. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Well, at least it wasn't weed. Mm. Not that, that your dad or your uncle would ever be associated with anything like that because, I mean, again, pastor, pastor's kid. That just I, means we rebel and we rebel good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kids are the worst. <laughs> goes, oh, you're a goody goody. You're a PK. I go, no. No. <laughs> I smoke cigars and drink whiskey. Let's yeah. see. I smoke cigars, drink whiskey, own guns, ride a motorcycle, have a tattoo. I would not say that's the stereotypical pastor's kid. Not unless you no. live in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy it all. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Life is here to be enjoyed. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Preaching to the choir. <laughs> now I feel like we got to get your dad on here for an interview. How did he get into cigars? Um, well, my dad is, uh, he's been working in insurance for the last 35 plus years. Um, my wife actually works with him. Um, she's been doing it for as long as we've been married. So just over a decade. So my dad spending time with certain people, my dad does golf quite a bit, you know, he's, it's mm -hmm. kind of a way to, you know, network and schmooze and all of that. So rub my rub elbows, exactly. And he's, you know, loves golf, loves doing that kind of stuff. And so he meets guys who like cigars. They'll bring them to the golf course and, you know, they'll smoke with them or, you know, try different things. And that's kind of where it started, I think, just with his professional life being what it is. Yep. And, you know, like I said, you know, for – it wasn't until he was in his late 40s, early 50s, which my dad, uh, this June, he'll be – I don't know if he'll be happy me telling people this, but he'll be 58. And uh, so young. I'm 35. So do the math there. He had me young. Sure. Um, and uh, it wasn't until, yeah, later in life that he really began to develop uh, a liking for them and a taste for them. And, you know, he has his preferences and stuff like that. I think he's finally starting to trust me when it comes to me suggesting cigars because a mm. couple of the ones that I shared with him, he wasn't too fond of. No. Um, and I'll get into one of those stories in just a moment because okay. you'll get a good laugh. At the, it, it goes back to our first live stream, which feels like ages ago. Yes, um, we were so dumb. But anyway, so but now trying some of the more Lesser known, but still premium brands like 1502. There's another brand we like called Casa Cuevas that we really yes. enjoy. That's very good. Sereno cigars. Sereno cigars and things like that. Um, I think he's more willing to try some of the stuff. But um, now the, the funny story. Um, when we first started the page, you know, we, we didn't really have many cigars to our name. We might have had a couple dozen. Okay. Uh, just in our possession. Um, I definitely had more than Tim did because it had been a while since he collected any and I was collecting more and things like that. And I had just quit a job that I worked for 11 years. I was in pool service for 11 years. And uh, it was finally coming to the end of it. And as a kind of celebratory thing, my wife bought me this box of cigars from cigars, uh, cigarsinternational.com. But it was from the clearance. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. Some of them are good. They have some well-known brands. This was from a place in um, Tampa, Florida, Tampa Bay, and it's they a made company. It sound really nice. They did, uh, <laughs> as they do. Now, now it's a company that is no longer around. Now we know why, for good reason. Um, and it was a box of fifty for less than forty dollars. These little petite Corona cigars. They were machine made, but there's some good machine made cigars. Mm-hmm. And so when we first tried it. We liked it. We thought it was good. It was these little Maduro cigars that at the time didn't seem bad. And so, yeah, I was smoked quite a few of them. And then I started buying some more premium, really, you know, better quality cigars, handmaids and things like that. And my palate started to get a little bit more sophisticated. So did Tim's. And um, I had my dad try them. He tried one, didn't make it through even half of it. And petite Coronas are not very big. And he said, yeah, I won't be having that. (laughs) And then I tried it later and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I I see it now. And my dad referred to them as dirt sticks. And after (laughs) trying one, after having had much better cigars, yes, they are indeed, they taste like dirt. They really do. But I can't bring myself to throw them away. They're just sitting in the bottom of my humidor and I'm thinking, oh, maybe if I let them mellow for a year or two, maybe they'll actually taste better. I'm not holding my breath. Good luck right. with that. I we can't. bought a cheap backpack through CI as well. I forget what the deal was. I don't even remember the name of them. We each tried one. I don't think we finished. They were so short. It yeah. should have taken us longer than a half hour to get through it. We're like, no way. And now we have 40 of these. I threw them in the trash. Yep. Really? They yeah. sat in the humidor for months. I'm like, we're, I could never bring myself to even try one of these again. And you know that there's no way they're going to get better. It's not like the oils and everything from the ones they're no. sitting next to are going to rub off. And yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if not, they'll get better by osmosis or something like that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm holding out for them. I just can't get, my wife bought them for me. I can't bring myself to throw them away. I might. I told Tim this kind of a fun little thing and maybe a slightly masochistic. I said, hey, well, someday we should do a live stream where we give try them, them and not yes. give them away. Are you kidding me? That'd be worse than if we <laughs> <laughs> You'll lose your followers now. We would lose our credibility like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've actually done a giveaway, but we gave away some really good ones like, you know, Five Vegas and Macanudo and a couple others that Tim had tried and they're really good that mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of, but they're actually pretty good quality. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, we're, if we're going to give away cigars, we're not going to give away crap cigars. Right. So, but I th- thought it'd be funny. Maybe one day if we, we have the balls to try, we might just for fun, see if they're any better than they were. You should. I, I vote that up, please. <laughs> well, then, we'll do that when you come out and try one with us. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> like, you know, we may not be coming out to California for a while. <laughs> Do you guys come out here at all for anything? Oh, man. No, I, I have family uh, out that way, uh, close to San Francisco. Okay. Um, but last time I was out there was probably around 2001 or so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so just a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. So I, I wish I got out there more because I love the uh the climate is is a big well, yeah. Thing. yeah, it's just beautiful. That's and nice. in California, you can go to the mountains and go snowboarding and go to the beach in the same day. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Incredible. You, you Doesn't get much better. You can't beat that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can you tell we're really happy here in Pennsylvania? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know what's funny is there was a conference I was gonna go to for work that's in Pittsburgh. Uh, some schedule things change so i'm not going to end up being out there uh but it's funny that you're out there and then i'm watching the news with the weather and i'm like i'm pretty glad i'm not going there (laughs) brutal brutal so cold the snow might uh might keep you there that turned into a little popsicle yeah pretty much real quick um our son just woke up so i need to excuse myself and absolutely you might want to say hi so let me see okay bring him in mozzie come in this is the variety part of the show. There exactly. you go. Yeah, real, real life, man. Yeah, <laughs> real life commercial. Yeah. <laughs> How are the cigars so far for you guys? Very good. They got Delicious. a nice, nice slow burn. A lot of like what Tim said, some coffee, mm-hmm. kind of like dark chocolate, yep, uh, type flavor. Hint of pepper. Yeah, I was gonna say not much pepper, but there's very slight bit of pepper, but really good flavor. I mean, yeah. a, it's got a nice dark wrapper. 
Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, dude? Oh, we can't even hear. They're saying hi. Can you wave? They are hi. far, far away in California. Yeah. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Dad. <laughs> yes. Did you wake up because you knew that mommy and daddy were still having fun? Like, could you please? Could you please look at the face? I don't want to answer that and incriminate myself. <laughs> please repeat the question. Gosh, he he reminds me a lot of my oldest. Yeah. Really? They got just the blonde hair, the, the look on their face, like the half smile. Like I'm happy to be here, but I'm also kind of shy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got a handsome little boy. Yeah, good looking little yeah. guy. Though. Very yeah. cool. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. Go Good back. night. Get some sleep. Let your parents be grown-ups. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amen to that. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. So, Aaron, um, yes. with, like, old soul brands and don't touch my cigars and everything like that, I mean, I've heard you talk a little bit about, like, what you hope to accomplish with the podcast as well as the, you know, the magazine and everything like that. And, um, you know, what is that? You said that's something you want to do full time eventually. I'd love to. Yeah. That's oh, very that's, cool. Yeah. That's the eventual goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, always trying to look for that way to obtain just a little bit more freedom out of life and, mm -hmm. uh, combine that with something that I'm passionate about. That's sure. the ultimate dream. Uh, so cigars is a strong passion. Mm -hmm. I lo love to write, love to talk with people. So writing a cigar magazine, doing a cigar podcast with people seem like a good thing to try. Sure. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so it, that's really all it is. Um, it's, uh, it's different trying to build it as a membership business because uh, it's mm -hmm. a little harder of a sell uh, right. to, to get people to understand that concept. Uh, but that would be the most, uh, that'd be the best way to support it on a, on a monthly basis. So, Absolutely. Yeah, so using Patreon to monetize it mm -hmm. um, and uh, just experimenting here and there. It'll be a year in April from when I launched it. So it's uh, very cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah I remember I was listening to some of the first ones and, and talking about the different uh, the different things going on in our country and abroad regarding tobacco yeah. laws and just yep. regulating it. And it, I was just, I knew about some of it. I was just blown away at how ridiculous ridiculous our government is about <laughs> regulating tobacco and, and how they try to lump it all into just one big yep. category yep where there's no differentiation between premium cigars or vape or cigarettes or anything like that you know and there are people who you know we we haven't gotten too many debates or discussion with people about it but there are people who will ask us questions just like well isn't it as addictive as cigarettes it's like no mm -hmm. i think honestly now I wouldn't because I'd rather not. I could honestly go weeks or months without smoking a cigar. Sure. If mm -hmm. I chose to yeah. for like personal reasons or this, that, or the other, I oh, could. Yeah. I'm not jonesing for a cigar when I wake up in the morning. Right. Mm -hmm. I would love to have one, right. but I'm not jonesing or getting the shakes or withdrawals. It's yep. nothing remotely like that. And I remember listening to one of the podcasts about how you're talking about different uh, founders of cigar companies like Zeno Davidoff and you know Arturo Fuente and things like that who live to crazy old ages smoking yeah. cigars yeah. every day multiple times a day yep and of course the iconic George Burns with his massive cigars right and look how long he lived and he enjoyed cigars for decades exactly and Winston Churchill I mean uh -huh. and yeah D.H. Spurgeon, and then there was the recent passing of the oldest living World War II mm -hmm. veteran. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. He's 113? 112. 112. Yeah, and he enjoyed 10 to 12 cigars a day. Yeah. For every, how long? I don't know. Still. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, there's genetics to factor in. Some people can be more susceptible to different you sure. know, things. But at the, for the most part, I have scarcely heard of anyone who developed serious cancer, serious health problems from smoking cigars, at least on a broad scale. There might be right. the random person here or there who their health won't permit it. Yep. But for the most part, I don't think I've ever heard. When it comes down to education. Well, and right now with cigars, there's frankly, there's a lack of education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, I have cancer in my family. My wife is a cancer survivor. 
Um, and, uh, and so obviously, you know, when I started to enjoy them, my wife was like, Hey, should you be? And I just straight up presented the fact, this is what it is. This is the percentage that it increases. Yeah. And it's so minuscule and how much you'd have to be smoking a cigar that chances are I'm going to get hit by a bus or struck by lightning first. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God well, forbid either one of those happen. Sure. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in all reality, I ride a motorcycle to work. I'm more likely to. Yep. Go meet God while riding to work or riding home than I ever am to get mouth cancer, tongue cancer, throat cancer, anything like that from smoking cigars. Absolutely. Yeah. The use pattern is totally different compared yep. to cigars to cigarettes. T totally different. Well, and then, you know, you factor in, you know, the absorption of like nicotine or things like that with cigarettes, you know, it's genetically modified uh, tobacco. And then there is the chemically bound chemically bound the plethora of additives and other things like there's hundreds of ingredients in one single cigar yeah uh, cigar, not cigar cigarette rather yeah. so mm -hmm. the fact that i mean they make them that way so people will keep smoking them there's no experience factor there's no like real enjoyment factor it is more of just like hey here here's another vice yeah. for you to you know suck on on a daily basis absolutely you yeah. know crude way of putting it i know but it's literally what happens so yeah but uh you know and, and and yeah it just comes down to education and whatnot and you know the fact that you know i remember I, my wife was concerned as well both of our wives kind of had talks with us and things like that it's like you know concerned about your health as much as you smoke them and things mm -hmm. like that and you know i told my wife i said i would have to smoke gosh dozens of cigars a day for me to exponentially or even remotely increase my risk of cancer right because you don't I, I think the statistics are you if you smoke two to four cigars a day or something like that you increase your chance in, by less than two percent yeah less than two percent mm -hmm. which I know some people would say well then you know it's still a risk why would you risk it? it's like you're not you're not listening it's right. it's honestly so minuscule yeah that yeah, it, it's like people say with flying in airplanes. Oh, I don't want to fly with in an airplane because they crash. You're statistically more likely to die in a car accident on the way to the yeah. airport yeah. than you are to die in a plane crash. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a very cheery subject matter. Isn't yeah, it? right? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> we're talking about enjoying life, and yeah. we're on the uh, on the death roll right now. I'll tell you what, though, because it's it's a valid conversation because it is something yeah. that's it's it's coming under attack. Mm -hmm. and where where the government is attempting to regulate it more heavily as yep. they do cigarettes and it's just totally different so for for those of us trying to enjoy these simple pleasures mm -hmm. that could get more difficult in the future if people aren't like you're saying educated and if yep. they don't understand what they can do to fight it that's another really big part of it is is yep. how how can we as individual citizens fight this yep well and it's and i remember listening to one of the podcasts where it's talking about like Kids under the age of 18 are horribly unlikely to get their hands on premium cigars. Absolutely. Because of the fact that you would have to walk into, more often than not, a la like an actual cigar shop or lounge where yeah. most, they're mostly sold. There are tobacco shops that have like small humidors with, you know, okay cigar selection, like some good premium cigars. But to walk in the door and even look a little less than 18 or 21, they're going to, the, the owner's going to say, get the hell out of my store. What are you doing here? Exactly. You know? exactly. Whereas, yeah. you know, alcohol. Yeah. There are ways that kids can get their hands on alcohol if they have an older friend or a yeah. parent who really doesn't care if they drink, you know, things like that. Yep. Whereas most young kids aren't interested in smoking cigars because it probably would take too much time out of their day. So yeah. You know, they're not interested in sitting down around the, you know, on the patio and having a long, nope. on out smoke and nope. enjoying something this wonderful. And you know, it's an experience to be had. It's not something you do quickly. It's not something you rush through. And frankly, high schoolers don't have the attention span to finish a cigar. No, oh, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I barely do. Yeah, and a, lot of, a lot of them don't even have the the income, the money to buy a ten dollars cigar or, or whatever the price may be. I mean, it's just it, it's out of their price range. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah, you 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 may hear our kids. All right, that's okay. Yeah, my, my wife is taking my two <laughs> two Back little home. ones home. So Are they walk walking home, right? No, they're not walking. <laughs> my oh gosh, my wife has had two. 
Yeah. So she's yelling in the snow, uphill both ways. <laughs> Rub it in. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be you guys. <laughs> but are you barefoot or do you have shoes? Right, right. <laughs> no, my wife my wife is incredibly hardworking. Um my son's yelling at me right now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, my wife's incredibly hardworking. Like I said, she works in the insurance industry. She has worked very hard to get where she's at. You know, she's very well known within the industry and, and in her circle, obviously, of clients and people she works with. And her reputation often precedes her in, in the best way possible because mm -hmm. people know how hard she works and things like that. And God bless her for, one, putting up with me. And two, Amen. yeah, hey, you know what? You're not much better. Nope. Um, and two, because my wife can't be around smoke. She has a severe intolerance to smoke. Like mm -hmm. okay. when the wildfires were happening, happening, she had to stay indoors. Uh, uh, the more recent ones, she, I mean, she didn't really have much choice. She had to go to work, but, you know, very brief times outside. And when, you know, the first ones were happening back in like 03, it, she developed such bad bronchitis, she was bedridden. Jeez. So naturally when i have a cigar she's nowhere to be found she's yeah. very far away from it but at the same time she's still you know a lot you know lets me enjoy it you know and when i say let me it's not like uh, i'm like yeah she lets me do some of these <laughs> things. no she's she's awesome she's wonderful and she yep. loves me enough to just say look you know are you wanting to buy anything do you want to buy some cigars and she's like yeah i would actually love to do that and stuff like yeah. that so she's lately though we've been very fortunate in yep. terms of acquisitions because um you know we obviously try to buy our, our own cigars as often as possible we, we've said it before we don't look for handouts at right. all right but we've met some incredibly generous people who have just given us some cigars just because yeah. they want us to try them and they want us to kind of plug it and yep. tell people about it um my most recent acquisition was and i was mind blown and i think tim even more so <laughs> Cause uh, a little bit of side, <laughs> I you know I'll share absolutely. I will share um, a little bit about myself, other than you know cigars I enjoy and whatnot. I'm actually a um, an amateur writer. I've I've actually self published a novel some years ago. No way. I did. Nice. Um, I first started out wanting to do young adult Christian fiction, and then uh, the stories I kept having ideas for became progressively darker okay and so i'm like yeah i don't think i can quite squeeze this into that niche right and so i've always been a horror fan so i kind of branched out to that i wrote my first horror piece last year and the guy who just connected with me on the you know common factor of us enjoying cigars on facebook he messaged me he's like hey dude uh i want to read your books he says would you send them to me i'll pay you in cigars and i'm like okay yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, and I wasn't expecting much. I was expecting like, oh, he'll give me like maybe a few and things like that. And um, he actually works for a cigar shop, I believe, or a lounge. I'm not sure. Uh, something like that. Works for a cigar company. Okay. And so I, we both shipped around the same time. I sent him my books. Yesterday, I got a bag with the most killer selection I have ever had Is in my 10 or 12? Nine actually, nine, nine. nine cigars, two Ashtons, one Arturo Fuente, one San Cristobal, one La Roma de Cuba. Damn. And yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's what I said. I'm like, oh my God. And I yep. felt like I was stealing from him because literally, I, my books, <laughs> they're not very expensive, but I was just like, this guy is awesome. I am going to thank him profusely over yeah. social media. Very wonderful very happy and i'm going to yeah this guy is now a, a buddy of mine yep <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> i'm very grateful very excited and it just we've encountered that kind of generosity just from people in this community because they love to share cigars they love to talk about cigars and what they like and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's been it's been a heck of a ride so far. Yeah. So can we get your books online anywhere? Or how, how, uh, how does that work? <laughs> just curious. <laughs> um, yes, you can. Um, I am the only one in possession of hard copies of my first novel. Mm -hmm. um, Lindsay, you're, 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 you're a little late. So recap. Um, 
I have actually self-published a novel some years back. Oh my and gosh. I, uh, I have some hard copies available. Uh, I, I started out doing young adult Christian fiction and now I made a massive jump over the gorge into horror because I've always loved horror anyway. It reflects his soul. <laughs> the blackness <laughs> in my soul. Oh, yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, party fell. Now I, this is sadly the second time I've had to relight. I don't know if I should admit that, but you yeah. did too late. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. We're all talking too much. There mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. But, but yes, um, so Kyle has, so, and he's going to be way more humble than he needs to. Uh, he's self-published a novel that took him years to work on to get it done. Um, and that's not a slam on him, but it took him years to get it done. Yeah. Um, went through revisions and editing and the whole process, obviously doing it independently. Um, and I mean, I was one of the fortunate ones just because of how close we are and being able to read it and help improve it and things like that. But yeah, I mean, it's out there on Amazon and electronic sources and things like that. Yeah, but for hard uh, copies, it's, you got to go to the source. Sure. Yeah. So you guys, if you guys want copies, I will send them to you. What's it called? It is called Coma, California. That'd be and awesome. It's uh, yeah, a fictional town I made up. So very much, uh, path to redemption type story again heavy christian themes things like that i mean i i, I like the story but it's uh, very very green in terms of my uh my writing abilities i did not have an editor i did that all myself sure. right and, right which led to that being the main criticism uh, and that it needed more tightening more you know work on it but mm -hmm. you know People still enjoyed it. They, I, you know, a decent amount of buzz during the time that I first released it. And yeah, apparently people still want to read it. But That's yeah, cool. it's, a, it, it's a massive, massive jump from that to what I wrote last year, which is my first horror piece I ever published about a serial killer. Okay. So <laughs> quite the jump. <laughs> and um, slight transition. Yeah. Just a little bit, you know. So, but um, no, it was I, both experiences are wonderful. I enjoyed writing both, and yeah, you know, it shows I can adapt a little bit. Yep. So, but yeah, I will gladly send you guys um, copies. I have, yeah, I have a copy of the short story collection with my horror story, and I got plenty of copies of my novels. So I will send them to you guys. That'd be awesome. That yeah. is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Was you, do not, you do not have to pay me in cigars. <laughs> yeah, the, you, Lindsay, the bar is set very high for the pain right now. You do not, you do not have to. No, you guys, I will gladly send it to you guys for nothing, just because I, you know, it's something I would hope you enjoy. Yeah. So, what was it originally? A, like a Nano Rimo challenge that you went through, or you, you've always just had the story you wanted to write? He's a writer. Yeah, Nano Rimo. Yeah, no, I. I try <laughs> There were a couple years in a row. I did, I did try to do NaNoWriMo. I just unfortunately couldn't commit the time to it as much yeah. as I'd like. And yeah. so about halfway through, I had to kind of just bail and give up. It, yeah. it was just, I wasn't able to commit as yeah. much as I want to. And I also got stuck multiple times. But the the novel itself, I started writing it when I was 22. I got the idea and started writing it when I was 22. Did not publish it until I was 31. Yeah. So okay. yeah. there was quite a bit of time that passed in between when I started and when I finally got it done and out there. Sure. So like and I had all so many people just sit on it and never actually do anything with it. That says a lot that you still got it done. Well, I hope to repeat that process many times over in the future. It's been almost a year since I've written anything this last mm -hmm. year. Without going into it, this last year was insane. Yeah. And I think I started smoking cigars more to deal with the stress. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. And it, it's been a wonderful thing because, you know, it's, it's brought us to where we are now having this, you know, discussion with you guys and, you know, doing the things that we're doing. But um, yep. it turned into an interestingly wonderful gift of, you know, stepping into this community and sure, right. getting to know the people we have. And, you know, best part is we get to enjoy – Good sticks. Good sticks. Yeah. Really great cigars and some bad ones too. But hey. It all rounds yeah. out the experience. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah. So but but writing is something you want to try to get back into then. I, I really I, do. It's 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 that one itch that never goes away when you yeah. really start it. And if you enjoy it, you know, you enjoy literature, you enjoy writing, you enjoy being creative, period. Yeah. 
you always have something going on up in your brain. Yep. It's it's a nightmare up here sometimes because there's just too many ideas or concepts crammed in one space. And it's just like, I need to let them out. Absolutely. It's yeah. like the insane asylum where pretty much everybody needs to get out. So <laughs> there you go. In this one case, you need to let the, uh, let the inmates out. And yeah. Let them run wild. If so. I may, just one more writing related question and then we, sure. can, we can get back to the group conversation because I know we're <laughs> <laughs> just you and I are talking right now. No problem. Hey, Randy, how are you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can put you on a separate channel. Maybe you guys can talk. Oh, we got booted <laughs> off. Yeah. I'm just curious. I, I, I am, whenever I talk to writers, I'm curious about your process. Um, do you tend to I have a process? Well, <laughs> right, and, and some don't, so I'm always fascinated by it. Do you, do you tend to outline or do you just brain dump on the page? Uh, the latter. Yeah. I am a very seat of my pants type of writer. I will sit down and it, I, I guess you could say, I mean, even though it's not something I was actually diagnosed with or said, you know, a doctor said, yeah, you have this here, take, take take this riddle in to fix the problem. Take two and call me in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a degree of ADD. Um, you know, my fifth grade teacher suggested that to my parents, which pissed them off to no end. But mm. to be fair, my fifth grade teacher was kind of a, do you care if I swear? Yeah. <laughs> he was an asshole. So, <laughs> um, he, so, but years later, it was kind of one of those watershed moments like, damn it, I really do. I really do have ADD. It's hard for me to focus. So doing an outline, I have attempted it, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's a struggle for me to keep focus. I think that's one of the things that's made it challenging for me to write another book or write mm -hmm. multiple stories and things like that. So uh, getting back to it is going to be challenging, yeah. uh, but it's something that I know is worth doing and I want to get back into it. You know, it's one of multiple passions I have mm -hmm. writing and creating and smoking cigars and things like that. And, and you know what I've common factors for, for many authors is that either they drank a lot or they smoked a lot. So yeah, I'm in good company. Yes, you are. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, my process is a little chaotic. I will admit it's a little haphazard, a little all over the place, but you know, hopefully one of these days I'll find a process that works for me to actually finish sure. and complete stories that I have. So that way I can produce more content and yeah, get better at it. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, just from what I hear from people, time is the biggest, the biggest thing that, that is needed and is always lacking. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's more, it's more a process of finding and making that time on a regular basis is what I hear. Exactly. Uh, and, and I struggle with that as well. It just, cause we're, we, you have a life going on, but you right. really want to do this thing, but five, 10 minutes a day, you know, maybe it's at the end of the end of the day and you're shot. So you just don't feel like it at that point. But so I, I can, uh, I can appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that, that's awesome, man. I, I wish you the best with uh, picking. Thank up you. Stuff. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the possibilities. I just need to, uh, you know, make it work, uh, uh, for the time that I have on a, you know, a given day. Cause not no, with the exception of looking after my, my boys, cause I'm home with them every day. Uh, no one day is completely the same in terms of right. like, yeah, you know, extracurriculars or things that I want to try and accomplish. Yep. Usually revolves around making sure my boys are taken care of and making sure the house is in good order, which one or two of those things might not always end up happening. So yeah. Yeah. The boys will always be taken care of, but the house may not be in greatest condition when yeah. they're home. So yeah, we hear you on that, man. Yeah. Pick your battles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thankfully she's she's incredibly understanding because she knows that it can't it's not always, you know, so streamlined, you know. Right. One or both the boys may be incredibly difficult and require all my attention. So she's, you know, the question, so what were you able to do today isn't said in the <laughs> negative sense. Yeah. She just she's like, what? So, okay, what were you able to do today? I'm like, either it's a lot or it's not much or somewhere in between. And she's like, okay, that's I just all I needed to know. So that way I know coming in what to expect when I get home. And I was like, right. yeah, that's pretty much it. Today yeah. was one of those days where it's just like, yeah, I'm not doing anything except making sure the kids aren't screaming or upset. So keep the kids alive, priority exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Our, ours is coming back in as we speak. 
<laughs> post postscript. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he he struggles once he knows what we're doing. He just wants to be a part of it so bad. That's we yeah. get it. We all of our boys, same thing. My my oldest is definitely uh, fear of being left out is a legit fear he has. Like in terms of well, I guess you could say discipline, like when we try to, he's actually more scared of timeouts than any type of corporal punishment mm -hmm. because that means, oh, I can't be a part of something. If you right. put me on timeout and in another room, I can't talk to I'm you gonna guys. Miss out. I'm going to miss out on this. And it's just like, tough. toe the line or suffer yep. the consequences. Yep. So, yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for watching this episode of Don't Touch My Cigars. I hope that you enjoyed the interview. I hope you enjoyed the content provided to you in this episode. If you have something to say about this episode, and I'm sure that you do, just a reminder that you can go to don'ttouchmycigars.com forward slash survey and fill out a very short and sweet survey about this episode. By doing so, you will be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card at the end of season two of Don't Touch My Cigars. You can enter, enter as many times as you would like. So give me your feedback. Again, go to don'ttouchmycigars.com forward slash survey, and that's where you can fill out that very quick form. Uh, just give me your feedback and uh, comments about this episode of the podcast. And definitely be sure to leave a rating or review wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, etc. Leave a rating or review will go a really long way in helping other brothers and sisters of the leaf get their hands on the Don't Touch My Cigars podcast. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please be sure to like the video, subscribe, leave a comment, share with your friends etc. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching so much. We appreciate your support. As always, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the old soul, where you can learn about becoming a member of the old soul. Thanks in advance for your support, and we'll see you again next week. Cheers.